Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, chapter 11. book of Hebrews chapter 11. And start reading at verse Bothering me. Amen. <laughs> Sister Sharon just got tickled. <laughs> Hebrews 11, and we'll start reading at verse 8. By faith. Somebody say, by faith. Abraham. When he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. There's something to be said for just simple obedience. Nothing fancy. Just do what he said. And he went out. Not knowing, I'm trying. I'm, I'm feeling like I want to preach, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to show some restraint while I read my text. <laughs> he went out. Somebody say he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because let me say because she judged him faithful who had promised therefore sprang there even of one of him 
as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky in multitude. And as the sand which is by the seashore, innumerable. Mm. I want to preach to you tonight on this subject. Out of one. Out of one. Amen. Why don't we lay our Bibles down and, and lift our hands to the Lord. Just ask Him to speak to you right now, right where you're at. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we need you. If you're watching on the live stream, lift your hands to the Lord. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Get connected with us right now. Turn off all the distractions. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I need you right now. God, I need you to speak. I need you to utter your voice, Lord. God, I need to hear your word, Jesus. God, I pray that you would minister, Lord, by the power of your spirit. Through your anointing, Lord, of the Holy Ghost. I pray that you would minister to every spirit. Say what needs to be said. I pray that you would anoint our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our hearts to be understanding of your word. I pray that you would take us beyond ourselves, Lord. God, I pray, Lord, that the supernatural would fall upon us. Lead us and guide us, and we'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. By faith. Somebody say by faith. Abraham. Now I want you to say by faith. Now say your name. By faith. God does not respond to need. God responds to faith. If God responded to need, there wouldn't be any need for hospitals. Somebody say amen. God does not respond to need. God responds to faith. Somebody say amen. amen. By faith, Abraham. We have to understand tonight that not everybody believes in God. Not everybody uh, uh, reads the Bible. Somebody say amen. Not everybody has an understanding of who Jesus is. Amen. Uh, people were born into many, many different backgrounds and, and, and different diversity of, of nationalities and uh, come from different parts of the world. And, and, and some people may not know at this point to call on the name of Jesus. Amen. But we have to understand that uh, it's, it's faith in God that produces what we need. Somebody say amen. A lot of people put their faith in a lot of different things. Amen. And what, what does it mean to put your faith in something? Uh, when you put your faith in something, you, you put uh, your trust in it. Amen. You, you put your, 
your effort into it. You put your, your energy into it. You put your, your, your mind to it. Amen. You apply yourself to it. When you, have, uh, when you have faith in something, how many know you use it? Amen. When I was coming down the road this afternoon, a, a truck pulled out in front of me and I applied the brakes. Heavily. Amen. Because I had faith to believe when I pushed on the pedal, the brakes were going to work. Amen. I, I applied it. I pushed on it. I used it because I knew that my vehicle had to stop and I knew that was the way in order to get it stopped. How many have ever pushed on your brakes and it didn't stop? Amen. Do some preventative maintenance on your vehicle. That'll change. Amen. I've had the I, I've had the the opportunity to to be riding in vehicles where the the brakes went out, and that's no fun at all. Amen. You're 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 left then to uh, uh, your 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 skill driving skill, or it gets beyond that when you're out of control. Then you begin to call on a name that's above every name. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I've had my brakes go out, and the first thing I do is say Jesus. Amen. All of a sudden, I downshift. Jam it into gear, pull it down, slow that vehicle. Amen. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. There comes a time in our lives when, when the, the things that we're putting our faith in, they won't reach the level that we need them to touch the areas of our lives that need to be changed. There are times when things are spiraling out of control and it's seemingly we don't have the power to hold it back or, or the strength to keep it from happening. But it's in those moments that we have have to understand that there is a God that is has power beyond our power. His ways are above our ways, and His thoughts are above our thoughts. And it's in those moments we need to call upon Him, and He will help us. Somebody say amen. He said, come boldly unto the throne of grace that you might find grace to help in the time of need. Amen. It's in the time of need that we need to have the faith to go to God. It's in the time of need when we need to understand that the doctors don't have the answer, that the professors don't have the answer, that man's wisdom isn't going to do it, that we got to reach beyond that and trust in the faithfulness of God. Amen. We got to trust in the word of God and what he has promised. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. How many know that we have to trust in the promise of God? In the word of the living God. Amen. There are times in our lives where we have nothing else but a word from God. Amen. If we look at the story of Abraham and Sarah, I know I just preached on it a couple uh, weeks ago, but uh, understand tonight that, that, that they, they were in a situation where God had spoken to them about a son. God told them that, that, that you're going to have a son, and he promised. Let me know he promised. Amen. He, he made a promise to Abraham that, that you're going to have a son. Amen. And that by blessing, I'm going to bless thee. And I'm going multiplying, I'm going to multiply thee. Amen. That, that, that as the, the, the stars are in the sky and as the sand is on the seashore, so shall thy seed be. Amen. I'm going to multiply you beyond comprehension. I'm going to bless you beyond comprehension. The promise that I'm making to you, I'm going to 
blessed beyond anything that you could ever imagine. Amen. It's going to be as the stars are in the sky. Have you ever have you ever got a telescope and looked out into the vastness of the heavens and saw the, the stars innumerable? There's so many that they can't be counted. There's billions of stars. Amen. Uh, how many know that you go down to the seashore and you start to get a hold of the, the, the little granules of sand and start counting them one two three four come on breaking it down how many know you get a little handful it would take you a lifetime to count what's in your hand down on the seashore and what God said is he said I'm going to bless you and your seed's going to be blessed to the point that you're going to go down to the sand on the seashore and you're not going to be able to count it you're not going to be able to put a number on it you're not going to be able to wrap your mind around it I'm going to bless you so much uh, that it's going to be beyond uh, anything uh, that you can ever imagine. Uh, no person can count the sand uh, on the seashore or the stars in the heaven. Uh, that was just God's way of saying uh, that man is not going to be able to put a limit uh, on what I can do in your life uh, if you would just trust me. Amen. If you'll just trust me, if you'll just put your life in my hands, if you'll just put it in my hands, if you'll just get a hold of my word and I've spoken to you and not waver in it and not not waver back and forth and to and fro in out in one day and out the next. But just get a hold of it and stand fast in it and trust God that he's going to do what he said. Somebody say amen. I know it's Thursday and there's probably 15 people in the building, but I feel like preaching. Amen. I'm going to preach faith. Amen. While the world's falling apart, I'm going to preach faith. While, while people are getting sick, I'm going to preach faith. Because faith in God's word works. It works. Faith in God works. Faith in anything else is going to be futile and it's going to come up short. But if you put your faith in God and what he has promised, it will, it will work. Somebody say amen. amen. Abraham got a word from God. Somebody say woohoo. Has anybody ever had a word from the Lord? Yes. Amen. Amen. Feels good, don't it? It feels good to have that one-on-one -on -one with the Lord, and He reaches out from eternity into our moment of time and speaks an eternal word into your life. That's a miracle. That God cared so much about us that, that in, in, the, in the moments that we're living in, in the circumstances that we're dealing with, that he cares so much about us that he would reach from eternity into our time, in our, our moments of distress, and he would speak a word to us, a promise to us, an eternal promise. We have to understand when God speaks, he's just not saying something to make you feel better. When he speaks, he's not 
God just trying to lift you up. When He speaks, it carries with it an eternal purpose. So when God's Word speaks into your life, that's eternity touching the temporary. Come on. That is giving us a grasp, letting us get a hold of something that is beyond this life. And it's beyond this. Amen. Felt good for Abraham to have a word from the Lord. No doubt he went skipping on his way. Whoo, I feel good. I got a word from God. Amen. How many's ever left church that way? Hey, man, you come in down in the dumps. You, you drug yourself in through the door. You had yourself by the nap of the neck, and you're going to church whether you feel like it or not. You drug yourself in and threw yourself in the pew, and you said, all right, stand up and lift your hands, and you had to force yourself to worship because you didn't have any strength. But, but, but the Lord began to move, and His voice began to speak, and the preacher began to preach, and all of a sudden you felt that anointing of the Holy Ghost begin to cover you on your head and flow down your back and God began to speak into your situation because he loves you because he's faithful amen Abraham felt good come out of the the, the spirit of God sometimes I come out of the the, the anointing and the, the spirit of God and and I get back down to the reality and I'm like did I really say that let me know what I'm talking about. Abraham, in a moment with the Lord, got a word from God. But how many know that when God gives you a word, you're going to need it? Amen. He's not, uh, he, not going to give an eternal word a purpose without a reason. Amen. Because there's going to be a fight of faith. And he wants you to know up front that he's for you and he's got a word for your life. And his promise is greater than any circumstance that can come against you. If you've got a word from God, you better know that hell is going to try to steal it from you. It's going to try to get you to back down from your confession of faith. It's going to try to get you to let go of what God spoke to you. But you got to know in those hard times, in those weary moments, oh, you got to do is stand up and proclaim the word of God and say, God spoke to me. I'm standing on his word. Standing on his word. Amen. Felt good when the first, when the word first came, but after a while, well, the Lord spoke to me and told me that, you know, my my seed's going to be as the sand on the seashore and the stars in the heavens. And how many know that sometimes we reverse it, we, we rehearse it in our minds we, because in moments of, of being weary and moments of being tired and moments of not seeing it come to pass when you thought it was going to come to pass and it didn't come to pass and you thought it was going to happen and it didn't happen and, and, and you, you, you began to question whether or not that was the voice of God or whether or not that was really a promise from the Lord. And we have to realize that in a moments in the spirit that God will speak, but you got to fight through a, a mile high 
pile of flesh in order to hold on to that promise. You gotta, you you gotta fight through a mile high uh, uh, reasons of uh, of letting go of it in order to hold on to that word. Come on, you gotta fight through circumstance and situation and things and reasons and 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 right thinking. Come on, and my my thoughts and and reasoning and rationalization to to try to hold on to what God said because when well, when God speaks you're going to need it in moments of weariness we need to hold on to God's word we need to we need to rehearse it we need to say it we need to speak it into our lives amen after a couple months a couple years it started to get tiresome. Amen. But how many know that the Lord came to Abraham again? Amen. How many know he came to Abraham multiple times? I believe three times. And he told him the same thing. You know, he, he didn't, he didn't, uh, uh, he didn't come and tell him something different. Okay, well, it's changed. Plans changed. Um, since this has happened and that's happened, um, discount what I said before. It's not the way it works. God's word is eternal. Amen. It doesn't change. Amen. If he spoke it, it's still the same. Amen. And every time that he showed up, he said the same thing. I'm going to multiply your seed. Your seed's going to be like the, the, the sand on the seashore and the stars in the heavens. It's innumerable. It's going to, uh, your seed's going to be multiplied. It's going to be blessed. I'm going to bless you. Do you believe that, Abraham? How many know sometimes we just need a little bit of a reminder? Amen. That God hasn't let go of us and he hasn't quit caring and, and his, his word hasn't faded away. Amen. His word is settled. It is settled in heaven. Amen. It is forever settled. We have to understand that when God speaks it, he's already worked it out. It's not. It's already been worked out. The plan has already been made. When God's word speaks, it's set in motion. Amen. But we have to keep a hold of it in faith. And Paul said, I fought a good fight of faith. Amen. I, I have fought the good fight. Amen. It is a fight of faith. I have fought a good fight. I have, I have fought for what you have promised. I have stood and I have fought for your gospel. Amen. I have fought for the faith. And every one of us, if we're going to make it to heaven, if we're going to step into the promise of God, we're going to have to fight for it. Come on. We're going to have to have the faith to stand and fight. We're going to have to have the faith in moments of weariness, in moments of situation and circumstance to stand and fight for what God has said. Abraham believed it so much that he left. <laughs> it seems so simple. 
you know, when, when, when you're reading it. We just read through it like uh, ho-hum, you know. But he said when he was called to go out into a place, place that he should after receive for an inheritance. He, he, he went out. He obeyed. And he went out not knowing where he went. Now, now we're, we're okay as long as, as long as we can stay in. Right? We want to stay in. That's what our faith is, is pointed toward. Staying in. Nobody wants to go out. Somebody say amen. Everybody wants to have the faith to stay in the church. To stay in the love of God. Right? To stay in, but nobody wants to have the faith to go out. Somebody say amen. But faith was for Abraham. Leaving everything that was familiar... And going into a, a land, he didn't know where it was at. He didn't really understand. He knew it was going to be an inheritance for him. But he didn't know exactly what it was. But he had to trust God that where he was going was better than where he was at. Amen. And a lot of times we, we, we can see what we have right in front of us. Amen. The things that we have right in front of us, we can see it with our natural eyes and we can hold it. It's tangible. Amen. We, we can hold on to it. We can see it. And those things are more valuable to us than something that we don't have in our grasp. Amen. But understand that when God asks you to leave where you're at, to go somewhere that you're not familiar with, you got to let go of what you have a hold of in order to reach for something that God has in store for you. Amen. But if you're not willing willing to let go and have the faith to reach out and let let God can guide you and lead you, you'll never move in and step in to the promise of God in your life. And I have to, I'm preaching to everybody in the building, including myself. We have to understand that the things that we can see with our eyes are temporal. Amen. Somebody say temporary. It's temporary. Somebody say it's temporary. What's that mean? Let's have a little discussion. What's that mean? Hannah? No helping. That's cheating. Something that's temporary, it goes away. Ashley? Did your stomach nod up like I was going to ask you next? No? What'd you say? Not permanent. That's an easy answer. Very good. Skyler? Not dependable. Okay. Something that's temporary goes away, right? Have you ever had a temporary job? That's right. That's right. A temporary job, you go down to the, there's a place down uh, 
4th Street or down on Water Street, Encore Plastics, always there, always hiring. Always. Temporary work. I think everybody that gets hired there starts temporary. I think it's the same at Colgate, too, at certain times. Temporary. You're temporary. Amen. You're, you're, you're temporary. That means that it's just on a, uh, you're on a needed basis. As long as they need you, then you have a job. At the moment that they don't need you anymore, then you're out of a job. They're basically telling you that this is not permanent. This is not going to stay this way. We're going to let you work, and, and we're going to let you uh, uh, make some money while you're working, but then after we don't need you anymore, you're going to be cut off, and there's no more money. So if you have a temporary job, and you, you, you base all your bills based on what you're making there, you go out and buy a new car, and you buy, you know, you, you buy all these fun things uh, based on the money that you're making there because you got extra money as long as you're working there, but it's temporary. What happens when something temporary goes away? Amen. It, 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 how many know that when it ends, it ends? Amen. Something that's temporary has an expiration date. Amen. It's going to go away. It's not going to, it's not going to stay forever. Amen. It's not uh, the things that we see with our natural eye and uh, we can hold on to. You know, we're, we're here with one another here. and We have these bodies and, and pews and building and, and all the stuff that we have here. It's all temporary. And one of these days, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fade away and it's going to be gone. Amen. How many know that you can't put your faith in things that are temporary? Amen. When you put your faith in things that are temporary, it's going to go away. Amen. It's going to stop providing. It's it's going to stop proving itself. But how many know the faithfulness of God is true? Amen. The faithfulness of God is from everlasting to everlasting. Great is his faithfulness. How many know he is faithful? Amen. So, Sarah trusted God that even though that she was old, that she was going to be able to conceive a child because she accounted him as being faithful who promised. You know what uh, the word faithful means? It means what? Hope? Trustworthy. Trustworthy. Faithfulness is trustworthiness. It's trustful. It's dependable. Reliable. Uh, uh, you, can, you can bank on it, right? You know that when you reach for it, it's going to be there. When it, when it says something, it's going to be exactly what it said. You don't have to question what it's going to be. It's always going to be what it is. It's, it's, it's eternal. Amen. It's something that never changes. It's something that never moves. Something that is never altered. It's something that, 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 that no matter what happens around you, it's always the same. It is sameness. It is, it is, it is a continual being and living. It's a continual eternal uh, life. Come on. It's an, it's a continual eternal. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a, it's a, it's a continual eternal existence. Hey man, it's it's somebody say it's constant. It never wavers. 
Amen. And so when, 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 when confronted with whether or not the word of God could come to pass in Sarah's life, she was confronted with some obstacles. Okay, there's always obstacles to faith. Obstacles. Uh, what were some obstacles that Sarah came up against? Her age, her, her body, her, her body, the natural aging process had gotten to the place where it was past time. So if God was going to give her a child, it was going to be before, in her estimation, before that the time ran out. Okay? We're on a clock. How many know God's not on a clock? God's not on a timetable. He's not limited by time. Regardless of, of, of what is happening, if His Word has been spoken, come on, if, if, his, if His promise has been made, Regardless of whether or not her body had the ability to do it in and of itself, didn't matter. Amen. At that point, once she got past the, 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 the age where she went through the, the cycle where she no longer produced uh, the ability to have a child... Amen. She dried up, if you will. She got to the place where she was barren. She was unfruitful. She was past the time that she was able to have a child. That's when she had to depend upon the faithfulness of God. Amen. Because when, when it's past our ability, then we begin to we begin to lean on the faithfulness of God. When it's when it's past my ability to make it happen or my ability to do it or or or, or my fleshly desire, my ability to have it happen, once it's past my power. I have no choice but to depend upon the Lord. And I believe sometimes that God lets the timetable get past due so that we have to depend upon Him, so that we have no other option, so that even though we go to the doctor and try to get artificially inseminated, it does not work because it's not God's ability doing it. It's the doctor's ability. Come on. Sometimes it's got to get past everybody else's ability so so that God will get the glory. And I just want to say tonight uh, that God is faithful. God is faithful. I don't care what it looks like. Uh, God is faithful. If he made the promise, uh, he will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll bring it to pass. He'll cause it to happen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Sarah got to the place where she had no choice but to depend upon the Lord. That's why the, Lord, the, the word of the Lord says we walk by faith because if you can see it, 
it's not God. Because faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. So the ability or the power to bring it to pass is not going to come from something that you can see. Right? There's a lot of times that we give, we give faith the credit for something that it did not do because the, the means of it comes from something that you can see, right? But we have to understand faith in God, it, it, it connects to something beyond us. Something, uh, His power is beyond us. His, His wisdom is beyond us. His, His ability is beyond us, right? It's not, it's not something that you can see with your eyes. Amen. You got to trust what He said. In order to bring a pass what you can't see. Man. That means there's always a go and then there's an after. Right? There's always a, a go out and then after. Because faith is a process, right? We step out, and when we step out on His Word, and we stand on His Word, He brings it to pass in the fullness of time. Right? As soon as it's good for the kingdom, right? Too many times we have... We have uh, we have selfish faith, don't we? The church world has selfish faith. Everything's about us. Everything's about, when I first come to the Lord and got the Holy Ghost, and I thought everything was about me. I thought all of the purpose of, that God's purpose was to fulfill my life, fulfill my purpose. Right? That, that I was, that, that, that God was going to come into my life and He was, I was just going to go and do what I wanted to do and then He was going to bless it and multiply it and make it good. That's what we want. I mean, that's what people want. That's the gospel that's being preached. You know, that, that you just come to the Lord and, and He's going to, everything that you touch is going to turn to gold. But the only way that God moves in our lives is for eternal purpose. Okay? And so when, when, the, when the fullness of time was come, or when it was best for His kingdom, for the kingdom of God, right? When it's best for, for, for the gl glory of God, for the kingdom of God, then it came to pass. Amen. Too many times we're on a timetable and worried about when it's going to happen and it ain't happened. It's not going to happen. The reason it's not going to happen is this and that. And we got all these excuses of why the promise of God has not come to pass. And, and, and we got all these obstacles to jump through. But understand that if God spoke it, it's going to come to pass. It's, and it's going to come to pass in His time timetable. We just got to praise him and trust him for the moment when he's going to bring it to pass. Somebody say amen. Somebody say when, Lord. 
God's purpose is not just to give you everything you want. There was one time I was praying when I was starting to learn some things, starting to get a little bit of, of spiritual age. I was praying for some things. And carnal things. And I felt like the Lord impressed upon me and said, why would I give you something that's going to make you not need me? Right? Because really faith is hard. Amen. Somebody say faith is hard. Faith is a fight. Man, it's not everything's just not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Amen. That's not the way it works. If you're if you're getting things handed to you on a silver platter, uh, I would uh, I would question whose hand it is. Amen. But. Too many times we want God to make up the deficiency in our life so that we don't require faith in order to get by. But the Lord, the, the, the word of the Lord says, if it's not of faith, it's sin. Right? So if, if we're living on things or depending on things that, that, that didn't come to pass through faith, we're actually sinning against God. Amen. If the, the, we, everything that we do should be by faith. Amen. Everything should have its foundation in faith in God's Word. Amen. Everything that we stand on, everything that we depend on, everything, the, 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 it's not just the air that we breathe, it's the purpose of God that gives us life. Come on. It's, it's not just that my body's operating according to the way it should be. It's the purpose of God that gives us life. Come on, somebody. It's not just because my heart is healthy. It's not just because my lungs are healthy. It's not just because my, my mind is healthy. It's because of the purpose of God that keeps us alive. And if we're so dependent upon our bodies uh, that we don't need God, uh, we were dependent upon our strength uh, and we're not pulling from the purpose of God. Amen. We have to understand uh, that to, to live uh, is, is Christ, uh, but to die is gain. Come on. That my, my life is not, doesn't consist of the things that I possess, uh, but my life is more than just what I can hold in my hands, uh, that there's eternal purpose resting upon my life. Amen. And if I live, I live for the glory of God. Or if I die, I die for the glory of God. But whether I live or I die, I do it unto God because I am His. And He is mine. That's faith. Somebody say amen. Sometimes I think we just got to get to the place not that you give up your faith, but that you so trust God that it doesn't matter either way. Amen. Because a lot of times we can, we can, 
We can pray our will. I mean, you know what I mean. We can pray our will. And we can pray our timing. And we weigh everything by, 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 by what we want and, and what we want to happen and, and where we want to go and how we want it to turn out and, and what we want for our own lives and what we want for our children and, and what we want for, for our finances and, and what we want. We, everything is dependent upon what we want. But I believe that God is looking to the church and saying, when I return, am I going to find faith on the earth? Am I going to find a people that's solely dependent upon me because if you're depending upon anything else when it starts falling apart you're going to crumble along with everything else but if you have your foundation built on that city on something that's beyond you upon the word of God when everything else is failing you're going to stand and proclaim the goodness of the Lord amen somebody say amen God is faithful. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For He is faithful that promised. What's it mean to hold fast? What's it mean to hold fast, Matt? Yeah. To pull it close to you. Have you ever been uh, holding something and you start to drop it? You're kind of nonchalant until you start to drop it. Amen. Because you understand the damage that could happen if you drop it. If you lose it. If you let go of it. Amen. And uh, sometimes with things of value, things that you paid a lot of money for, that, that, that you'll, uh, you'll sacrifice your own well-being to try to keep it from smacking on the concrete. <laughs> to try to keep it from... Uh, man, that's a thousand dollars. That and so you'll sacrifice your own health or well-being to try to save something that that don't even matter in the light of eternity. Amen. But when it comes to our salvation, we'll so lightly just flaunt about through our lives and just float about doing whatever we want to do and going wherever we want to go. But this is a day and an hour where we need to hold fast. Come on. We need a reminder of the confession that we have made. We need a reminder in the church to understand that God's not just asking for a little bit. He's asking for our lives. He's asking for everything. Thing. He wants to control it all. He wants to be God, not just of a little bit, but he wants to be thrown. He wants to sit on the throne of our lives and he wants to call the shots and he wants to take us into glory. Do you believe that tonight? He is faithful. That promised. 
If you hold on, God won't let go. Amen. If you hold on, He'll bring it to pass. Come on. If you hold on, He'll do it. Don't give up now. It's too late in the game. Come on, Sarah, don't give up now. I know that your body changed, and I know that you quit producing seed, and I know Abraham's old, and I know there's a lot of stuff stacked against you. I know that there's a lot of circumstance and situation where it doesn't look like it's even reasonable. It doesn't look rational to still believe, be believing something uh, that's not going to come to pass uh, in, 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 a, in a normal human's mind, uh, but we don't so serve normal. We serve uh, supernatural, come on, and we know that God has the power that even in the old age uh, to produce seed, uh, that he can go beyond the very operations of our body and make it be what's going to be uh, pleasing in his eyes uh, and what's going to benefit the kingdom. It only takes one. It only took one promise. It only took one couple to believe God for the promise. It only took one to produce an Isaac, uh, and Isaac produced a Jacob, uh, and, and, and the 12 sons, uh, and the 12 sons produced uh, a tribe and the tribes produced a nation, millions, and it's through the faith of Abraham that Jesus Christ came through the bloodline, and we are all touched and blessed because of what Abraham believed. It only takes one. Somebody say amen. Stand all across the building. It only takes one. It only takes one. You don't have to believe God for all the world's problems. You just got to trust God with the ones that you're dealing with right now. Amen. Quit getting on Facebook and looking at everybody else's problems. And focus on the promise that God has made you. Because it only takes one. Amen. Because of Abraham and Sarah's faith. They held on through the hard times. They held on when it didn't look like it was going to happen. They held on when everything else failed. Come on, when their plans failed, when their thoughts failed, when their ways failed, they held on to the promise of God, understanding that He is faithful. If He spoke it, He said, shall I speak it and not perform it? But through all the hard times, it produced that little baby Isaac. <laughs> Somebody say, that child of promise. And through that child of promise produced Jacob and Esau. And through Jacob came the 12 tribes of Israel. And from the 12 tribes of Israel became the nation of Israel. And through the bloodline of Judah came our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
and through Abraham's seed, through the faith of Abraham, we are all made ch children according to the promise. You know, if, 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 if the miracle that you're believing God for, if you hold on, you hold in there, you stay faithful to His Word, you stay faithful to His promise regardless of what's happening around you, when that thing comes to pass, it's going to be a testimony that's going to bless multitudes. Somebody say multitudes. It's going to be a testimony that's going to bless multitudes of people. Because believing the promise is not just about you. Come on, Sarah. I know that you want it because you want a baby. But God wants it because he wants to bring his Savior. Come on, think about it. I want it because of what it will seemingly make my life better. But God wants it for an entirely different purpose. And it's a lot bigger than our purpose. I want to ask you. I want to ask you something, church. And and I, I is the live stream still on? Good. There's two different perspectives here. When the promise was spoken to Abraham and Sarah, they saw a son. But when the promise was spoken to Abraham and Sarah, God saw. So many sons that they couldn't be counted. We have to understand that the promise of God is bigger than us. Come on, Abraham. It's bigger than your timetable, Sarah. It's bigger than, than your ability. It's bigger than that. Amen. You're seeing a son because that's what you want. But understand that something bigger is at work here. There's something so much larger. There's something bigger than you could ever imagine. Don't rush perfection. Don't rush the timing of God. Let him do it in the moment when it's going to bring forth the most glory. And it's going to get the most response. How I many know he knows how to work? He hasn't forgotten. But it's bigger than you thought it was going to be. Somebody say it's bigger than you thought it was going to be. Amen. Why don't we lift our hands right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your hands and just begin to pray right now. All over the building. God, we love you today, Lord. Help me to get my eyes off of the baby. Help me to get my eyes off of my desire. Help me to get my eyes off of the timetable. God, and help me to keep my eyes upon your purpose. To keep my eyes upon your eternal purpose, Lord. You're in control, God. 
You are God and I'm not. It's your word. You've spoken it, Lord, and you'll bring it to pass. So right now, I just magnify your name for it. I praise your name for it. I'm thankful for it, Lord. I stand in faith and proclaim it. It will come to pass in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Wait on the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Wait on the Lord. In the name of Jesus. It's not just about you. It's not just about you. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on, church. one of us have something that we that God has promised us that we're praying praying about that we're needing God to do and to work in every one of us have a fight of faith every one of us have something in our lives that that, that we're needing God to do and we're trusting the Lord to do. Why don't we find our way to this altar tonight, find a place to pray and just call on the name of the Lord right now. Let there be a renewing of covenant right now. Let there be a renewing of strength. Rehearse it before the Lord. If he has spoken his word to you, come on, rehearse it in your own ears, in your own heart, in your own spirit. Magnify God for the word that he has spoken. Declare it declare it right now in the earthly realm as God has purposed it to come to pass so shall it be in the earth in the name of Jesus I pray thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast if you enjoyed it make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons if you are in the Cambridge area we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.